Hello, I'm Gary Fogle, and welcome to the Kentucky Sports Memories podcast, taking a look back at memorable moments in the history of Kentucky sports. Today, we're talking high school football, and um, obviously, they've been playing high school football in Kentucky for many, many years, but you may not know that uh, the Kentucky High School Athletic Association didn't begin sanctioning championships in the sport until 1959. So prior to that, high school team might win its conference or something like that, but they didn't play for a state championship, not until the KHSAA sanctioned that beginning in 1959. So from 59 until today, what team has been most dominant? Well, that's actually a team right now, currently. Trinity High School, they've won 14 of the past 19 titles in their class. That's pretty impressive. Uh, second best is uh, Fort Thomas Highlands High School. They at one time won 12 uh, state titles over a 19-year period, but Trinity currently has won 14 of the past 19, including last year. So they are dominant right now, and as a matter of fact, the most dominant team ever in high school football in this state since they started crowning champions in 1959. If you want to go not necessarily by one loss record, although I'm sure there may be tops in that as well, but certainly by uh, championships over a number of years. As I say, they've won 14 of the last 19 in their class. Now, what about back when they started crowning champions in this state? 59 on. Who was most dominant then? Well, it was not Trinity. It was not St. X, although they had good teams then and won some championships. It was not Flaget from Louisville, which was also very good. Mail High School was good then. Uh, there were some other really good teams. DuPont Manual won a championship back in that time. Highlands also won a couple. So did Danville. Uh, Caldwell County won a championship back in that early period. But if you look through the records, the most dominant team in the late 50s and early 60s was a high school called Lynch East Maine, and it was over in Harlan County, a little bitty school, uh, Class A school, and uh, they had quite a run in the late 50s and early 60s. Lynch East Maine won a state championship in 59. They won in 60. They went to the championship in 61 and 62. They got beat in those. Then they were back in 63 and won it again. So uh, the first five state championships in Class A, they were in all five games, and they won three of those five and uh, ended up winning eight titles in 13 years there in the uh, late 50s, early 60s. Uh, pretty impressive at what they have done, even carried over into the early 70s uh, before their dominance started to fall off. So um, one of the guys who played for them is um, a guy by the name of Mike Obradovich, and he played on that 63 championship team. So I talked to him recently about uh, Lynch East Maine and its football dominance. What made this team so good? You have to give credit to Coach Ed Meyer. Uh, Ed came in about 56 uh, and replaced Don Riley and uh, and then led us to uh, those championships and, and runners-up and, and a lot of uh, a lot of other years that we had good records and got beat out uh, by a good team. And then one year, I think it was 66, 
that uh, prior to 66, we had won so many games and so many championships and that the uh, in, in scheduling, none of the Class A teams would schedule Lynch. And uh, so we, we played 2A and 3A, or they did. And so when it came time to qualify for the playoffs, well, I didn't have enough Class A games. So that knocked them out of the 66 run for the championship. So then they turned around uh, later the next year and did away with that ruling. And, uh, we came, they came back in 68 and, and won, uh, won in 68. We didn't, we didn't take vitamin pills. We didn't have... Uh, we didn't have a workout room. We didn't lift weights. It was spring. It was spring practice and fall practice, and then games. And then later on, you started a museum. Our old tra- train depot down here was owned by the University of Kentucky Southeast Community College at that time, and so one part of that building was where luggage. It's about a 40, 50, 50 by 50, 40 by 40. Uh, room, and that's where all the big luggage would come in, and big whatever big items that would be brought in here by trains, and you go in one door and out the other. And then it had a door going out to the the main part of the depot uh, where the passengers would come and go. And so I approached Bruce Ayers about letting me use that room for uh, store these uh, exhibit uh, these trophies and put them on the exhibits. And he agreed with that. So me and my wife and my mom and I cleaned it out and painted it up. We got a football field on one part of the floor and basketball court on the other end. And so we've got our trophies and jerseys and class pictures of what we have and uh, a lot of sweaters, cheerleader outfits, just a whole lot of memorabilia. So do people come by and visit this museum? Absolutely. Uh, we get we get many many people throughout the year. Any any time you're up in Eastern Kentucky, well, you got my number. You call me, and we'll we'll open the door. <laughs> okay. My thanks to Michael Bradovich for his time and talking with me on the phone. He said that with the closing of many of the coal mines and all the coal mines in Lynch have closed and have been closed since the 1970s. And because of that, many families moved out, declining enrollment, and Lynch East Main High School closed in 1981. As a matter of fact, at one time, there were 12 high schools in Harlan County, and that was driven by so many of the coal mines that were there. Families moved in to work in the coal mines. Obviously, the kids needed a place to go to school, and also a lot lot of schools were smaller back then. So those two combinations led to it, the, the building of so many high schools that they had at one time in Harlan County, 12 high schools with all the kids of coal miners uh, because the coal miners shut down, coal mines shut down in the 70s, all of them in Lynch and more so since that time throughout the county, uh, population has dwindled and uh, they are down to just two high schools in the entire county now. Now part of that is through consolidation as well but uh, also part of it is uh, declining enrollment. So um, less than 600 people now live in Lynch, and at the peak, when the the coal mines were up and operating, they had about 10,000 people there. So 10,000 people in, say, the 50s and 60s, up into the 70s, until they all closed down, 
to now less than 600 people who live there. But Michael Bradovich is still there, very proud, and he runs the museum and very proud of their football heritage of Lynch East Main High School, the first high school to be dominant in football in this state when the playoffs began back in 1959. That'll do it for this version of my uh, podcast. I certainly thank you for joining me. I hope you'll reach out to me. You can always do so. Uh, Check out my website. That's how you'll find out my contact information. And my website is KentuckySportsMemories.com. So go there and you'll be able to learn how you can um, email me, uh, Facebook me, tweet me, whatever it may be the case. Uh, KentuckySportsMemories.com is how you reach me. And I'd love to hear from you, not only your comments on some stories and podcasts I've done, but uh, also some story ideas, maybe some things that you think I need to look into, some stories I should cover, some hidden gems in the uh, history of Kentucky sports that maybe I don't know about, maybe a lot of others don't know about as well. So if you can do that, reach out. And as always, I hope you continue listening. That'll do it for this show. I'm Gary Fogle. Thanks for joining me, and I'll be back with you next week.